Warming up, warming up. I mean, I see me on Periscope, D Live, Facebook, and now YouTube. What's up, everybody? I just wanted to make sure that I was live, live, live. That way, when I download the show, I can catch the whole thing. Maybe it's just that the reason that I'm doing this funny little intro thing, guys. It is, by the way, it is Monday, August 24th, 2020. 9.03 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight, U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, which is the Los Angeles, which is California time, right? West Coast time. Um, this is the Hake Report, as I think I said. But the reason that I do these intro things is that YouTube, in particular, is the video which I download in order to make the audio podcast. And then I push, publish audio from that. I could do it directly from the computer recordings, but I think it's faster to just to download the YouTube video. And it doesn't start right away. What's all the racket? Thank you, man. Joel Friday is here. F- making sure everything's set up properly. But um, I download it, and it's, it seems like it ha- didn't start when I thought that it started. And then it seems like it's awkward for the audio podcast listeners. But... Maybe it wasn't fully processed because I noticed that the timestamps seem to change when it's kind of early after the YouTube thing starts. Anyways, that's probably left to a lot of you guys lost. But anyways, let's get started with the show. I have quite a show for you. So have fun. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh. Isn't the world full full of cringe-inducing, cringy, cringe material that you can cringe to really badly? It's disgusting. It is so phony and self-important and unconvincing. And uh, it's interesting that people are suckers for different various things. Everybody's a sucker in some way or another, right? I guess. Um... You guys can call in, as I think I said, 888-775-3773. Some of you guys are already on hold. I will get to you. Hang tight, guys. But I want to cover some... You know that there's riots going on? Speaking of suckers, I wasn't specifically thinking about blacks being suckers. But yes, they are suckers. And it is Men's History Month, so I am allowed to talk about blacks. (laughs) It was White History Month last month, and I talked about blacks then, too. (laughs) Because they're being exploited to aid in the destruction of their own selves, as well as whites and the country. What a shame. Well, um, I have some details about the Republican National Convention, which starts today. Pretty exciting. Kind of only in that President Trump is going to be speaking every day, every night. At the RNC, which is the Republican National Convention, different from the National Committee, 
which is run by a bunch of rhinos. And honestly, probably the convention is run by rhinos as well. <laughs> I heard that, um, what's her name? Nikki Haley is going to be speaking. She's a former ambassador to the United Nations. Before that, she was a former governor of, I'm, I don't, I can never remember whether it was North or South Carolina, but she took away the Confederate battle flag from the Capitol grounds. What a sick woman. And that was after the white guy shot up the black church, Dylan Roof. And so in order to kiss up, she took away the Confederate battle flag as if it's the Confederate sons of Confederate veterans and the Southern beautiful history that resulted in this. Nope. It was the endless media attack on whites and the establishment attack on whites that, uh, and lying about and covering up black crime, black on white crime, that, and lying and pretending that racism is real and a problem, that radicalized a poorly raised Dylan Roof. I have some other showbiz news. There's a dumb Covey movie, Co- Comey movie out, coming out soon, I guess. <laughs> and that's actually what I was reacting to with the people being suckers. Hollywood and the showbiz world is so fake. It's just as fake as the um, Washington, D.C., you know, the politicians' establishment. Not just D.C., but Sacramento, which is the capital of California, where there's a whole bunch of Democrats running the show and some rhinos pretending like they want to be Republicans. And I do have some information about the nutty... Kellyanne Conway so-called family she has four children did you know that Kellyanne Conway and how old is that lady I think she looks older than she is which I mean she's been she's been kind of a kind of a career woman for some time which is not wise and then she married this guy who's I think he's half Filipino I'm going to be talking about them, as well as, of course, the Wisconsin... There was a shooting of a black dude, I guess, Sunday afternoon. And the blacks rioted, of course. Remember there was a riot last, just last week or something over a shooting of a su- criminal suspect in Chicago? And they looted up a bunch of stores. And it was just... Blacks... Going crazy. For nothing. Usually the sh- these shootings have been turned out to be justified. I'm not even that interested in looking into whether the shootings were justified or not because I just happen to know that they tend to be justified. And it's certainly an overreaction. By the way, um, Proud Boys are under attack again. Proud Boys were up in Portland, I hear, fighting with Antifa. Some of you guys were talking about, well, maybe Proud Boys are trying to lay low because the attack on them. The media casts them as the bad guys when it's Antifa that are the bad guys. Media pretends that they don't know what Antifa is. Meanwhile, media is going after something called QAnon, which is even obviously more vague because most of us don't even know what that really is. But they're like, do you denounce QAnon (laughs) about the Trump administration? And Mark Meadows, according to... Some person on Twitter was talking with, I guess, Chris Wallace over in Fox News. 
And he said, we don't even really know what QAnon is, and who does? Antifa is obvious because they're out wearing masks, wearing black, covering their identity so that they can get away with committing crimes of violence and destruction and vandalism and disturbing the peace. And all in the name of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, same thing, basically, as Antifa. Some of them are mask off because blacks don't have to wear masks. They just get away with crimes anyways. <laughs> but, um... I want to quickly cover the Republican National Convention, just an announcement for you guys. It's underway tonight, and you'll see a lot of President Trump, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. (laughs) Every night, not just the last night, as is the tradition. And um, the Democrats' convention, which was last week, all last week, the Democrats had their convention. I don't even know if I watched... I don't even know if I watched five minutes of it. I don't think I watched five minutes of it. In across all the clips that have been played, I don't think I did. But it was all like mostly pre-recorded, and they call it virtual, which means that they did it over like Zoom, or Zoom is basically like the new Skype. And but Trump has ordered a more spontaneous show, live, huh? Nice. Live speeches, and at least some audience, right on President Trump. Nikki Haley, like I mentioned, is going to be speaking. That's going to... She, she turned... She totally didn't like him either. She was... She was... Speaking of cringe material, right? She was a total rhino. She, like I told you, she, she... This governor, former governor of North or South Carolina, I can never keep those straight. I don't know, geography. I'm from Southern California. (laughs) I can't exactly blame my own education as much as my own just ignorance by this point. I'm almost 40 years old. But whatever. Um, Nikki Haley was anti-Trump. And then he sent her off to the United Nations to be ambassador. Maybe just to get her out of the country and out of his hair. I don't know. But people were thinking, oh, she could be the next president. South Carolina. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> He's white. That's the right kind of white. Um, Don Jr. is going to speak. I like him. He's the oldest son of the president. Firstborn, a son. Nice. I don't like that, you know, I have to mention it. I don't like that Don Jr. is dating an older woman. And he's already has kids and already was divorced now, you know. But he's with that lady that I kind of liked her. Um, Kimberly Guilfoyle. She was married to, wasn't she married to Gavin Newsom at one point? Yeah. Uh, who is the current governor. And who was the mayor, I think he was the mayor of San Francisco for a while. Gavin Newsom. Cousin, by the way, to Joanna Newsom. Who is this harpist, indie, weird-voiced singer woman? Squeaky, squealy voice. But it, I like it. <laughs> but yeah, he's cousins with her. With his Joanna Newsom, who I knew before I knew Gavin Newsom. I was into weird music for a while when I was younger. But she was married to him, and she was married to some other guy. I don't know. I think she has a child with Gavin. Or maybe with another guy. Or maybe both. 
Yeah, while he was mayor of San Francisco, I believe. And she was like a go-getter. She promotes advocating for yourself. And she was supposedly sort of close with her father, but... I don't like these career women, and I don't like... I don't like Don Jr. getting involved with her. But, you know, it's his life. He has to suffer, right? But I do like that he stands with his father. You know, his father in his younger days was a bit wild too, but I don't think he got with an older woman. That's like... I don't know. And he has... How many kids? He has four children? Four children, and they're pretty young. They are with him, generally, I think. I don't know if they are... I don't know how much custody the mother has. But... Jesse Lee Peterson would not be advising what he's doing, right? And other wise people. It's just, it's just wrong. It's wrong. But anyways, uh, Joe Biden supposedly has gained popularity in the so-called polls after the Democrat National Convention, which was last week. You know, he had this 22-minute long pre-recorded speech, I believe. And... He held it together. <laughs> I don't think anybody was overly imp- Well, peop- I don't think anybody was sincerely overly impressed, except that he has lowered expectations because he's so not exactly there. He's not as sharp as he once was. And so I guess they were somewhat impressed with him. So there were all these rhinos, cringy... Rhino people in the mainstream media, including Fox News, yes. Uh, that homosexual guy, Guy Benson, kind of a, he comes off as sort of conservative, but he's uh, said that it was such a good speech, something along those lines. He said, he kind of used, he like, was kind of gushing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll see what happens, but President Trump knows how to put on a, a good show, and he knows how to tell the, the plain truth as it is, and it's so refreshing. And it is so, as Tucker Carlson once wrote in, I think, a political article, or some article, right, before President Trump got became President Trump, before he was even elected, he said, um, the truth is thrilling. And he said it in reference to why President Trump it is so thrilling to so many people. Well, he was then candidate Trump because he was telling the truth. And he's hated for telling the truth, not for so called lies, but for stuff that he says that's true, such as the illegals at the border, the Mexico is not sending their best, they're bringing drugs, crime, rapists. And he, he's also not a fan of this mail in ballot voting stuff because it's wide open to corruption. And these people do want to steal the election, and they're accusing him of trying to do it, but they're the ones trying to do it. Very commie of them to be accusing him of being what they are. But he's just, he uh, talked, he told the truth about the, as, uh, as I think, what's his name, ha- Sean Hannity called it, the alt-left. Trump after the Charlottesville attack, the ter- terror attack on Charlottesville by Antifa which resulted in one alt-right guy who was mentally ill, um, overreacted, either panic or, or got mad, 
drove into a crowd, a woman was killed, and they only focused on that incident and not the endless assaults on the peaceful alt-right people who were lawfully there, had a permit to be there. Cops didn't separate them. He said, what about the alt-left? Because the media only wanted to talk about the white supremacists and neo-Nazis and stuff like that. None of which is what they call themselves, by the way. But they're very respectful and call the, credulously call Antifa anti-fascist. And then these people are pro-fascist. <laughs> so Trump has stood his ground when it counts, in, in my view. So I like that about him. And that's a great thing. But these phony people in the media, in the government, in the, um, the celebrity establishment... They're putting out this dumb Comey movie, and they have this weird guy looking like he's supposed to be a Trump guy. I have to show you these screenshots. This Comey movie is coming out at the end of September, supposedly, and Comey is James Comey, former FBI director. What does that tell you about the FBI? A guy, supposedly he's a Republican, too, but with severe Trump derangement syndrome. Very self-important and phony. And there's another guy who's, there's a this liberal actor, I assume that he's liberal, because why, why else would he do this? Jeff Daniels, from Dumb and Dumber fame, <laughs> is playing James Comey. And he should have slimmed down more, but... Because he doesn't... He's a little bit too... Uh... Healthy looking to be... I don't know. To be James Comey. But it's, this movie by Showtime is called The Comey Rule. Starring Jeff Daniels as former FBI director James Comey. And this guy Brendan Gleeson as President Donald Trump. And so there's Comey looking. I mean, that's Jeff Daniels pretending to be Comey in this movie. And Comey was the guy who was, I guess, appointed Mueller? I don't know, something like that. In the uh, Russia investigation. And this guy is just so phony. I'm, I mean, the real Comey. is so phony and self-important. But look at these pictures of this wannabe Trump. This is not a good... <laughs> That's a weird picture. That's not Trump. I mean, you can see they did an okay job with his hair. But... And he is white. But that's not a convincing Trump. Why couldn't they get Trump to play Trump? Oh, I'm sorry. He's being president. He's saving the country and the world. <laughs> and I guess... Trump, in this line, in this Showtime movie, he said, Comey, he's a bad guy, he's a dishonest guy, which is true. And, uh, and he's also talks, that's not a convincing Trump, that's weird. But this guy, Brendan Gleeson, um, and he, all, he wants loyalty, Trump wants loyalty. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing, because Trump is loyal to the country and he expects his people to be loyal to the country as well, and to him. And he's old school like that. Right on. But they pretend like that's, oh, like that's mob boss status demanding loyalty. Please. Um, meanwhile, these Hollywood people are so f corrupt. So look who, look who Brandon, Brendan Gleeson played. He was in these Harry Potter movies. Did you know that? He played this one-eyed, weird wizard teacher in these Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter is a, 
liberal series from, what, 10, 15 years ago or something like that? Um, and this guy with the weird one eye is playing Donald Trump. And of course the blue checkmark liberals are pretending that this is like such a great thing. So, you know, that's phony. That is, I don't know, I wouldn't even care. Um, by the way, speaking of, like I mentioned about QAnon, I told you that Chris Wallace asked, here's, I guess this is a quote, you can end this controversy right now. Does the president disavow, does he condemn QAnon? And QAnon is, as we played a clip last week, they believe that the president is saving the world and there's this person named Q in the, who's nicknamed Q in the government, and they're getting rid of pedophiles and cannibals in the government, right? And that's like, I don't know. And so Trump is like, is that supposed to be a bad thing? Some liberal reporter asked him that, female. He said, is that such a bad thing? And he said, yes, we are saving the world because we're saving America. And as America goes, so goes the world. And it's true. So Mark Meadows says, well, listen, we, we don't even know what it is. <laughs> and that's supposed to be a bad thing that he doesn't even know what QAnon is. Because it's a fake controversy. They're called, they're being called like terrorists by some people. Maybe even the FBI hinting at that, which is a liberal organization. Remember, James Comey was part of the FBI. He led the FBI. And the media is ignoring Antifa and Black Lives Matter and their own destruction on the country and pretending like QAnon is dangerous when QAnon, all I know about them, and I'm a pretty conservative guy, right? All I know about them is when I go on one of the pro-Trump channels of YouTube, when they're streaming a Trump speech, I see a bunch of Q uh, references in the chat. That's all I see from them. That's really all I see from them. I don't know if anybody else around here or of you guys have seen something negative about them, other than that they may believe s stuff that's not true. You know, it's, it's common to speculate and think that it, something is true. But look at the more destructive speculations and lies. Blacks rioting in Kenosha, Washington. No, Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Blacks rioting in, uh, in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Stealing and killing. Blacks rioting throughout the country and throughout the world over fake instances of racism and then black-on-black -black crime increasing because of the attack on cops and the cops are retreating please these people don't care about um, conspiracy theories racism is the is one of the most destructive false conspiracy theories you know racism uh, against blacks right so I'm going to get to this nutty Conway family in a, in a few minutes, maybe a little bit more than a few minutes, but I got to do some thank yous. Lots of super chats and stuff. Thank you to Jimmy DM, who gave a ninjagini and said, it's all on hake time, not fake time. Happy Men's History Month. Yeah, I'm going to get, 
I'm gonna get to this Comey family, which is... No, not Comey. Conway family, which is a, a sad example of the state of men. Based America first gave a subscription to Hillary. Thank you, Evgeny Crosby 2020. Tommy Lahren wants a 39-year-old with a male roommate. Thank you, Evgeny Crosby. That sounds familiar. Sounds like... Didn't you give this one already to me before? <laughs> um, Hydro PX gave a diamond. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Asmador gave a diamond and said, Haley, referring to Nikki Haley, former governor and then former UN ambassador, said, she will denounce white racists. You watch. Yeah. Sick person. A very sick person. What's, got, what's wrong with the Republicans? <laughs> um, Asmador gave a diamond and said, Rhinos will do more anti-racism junk than Democrats. Yeah, it's posturing. Like, they b basically agree with the Democrats, but they're just on this side infiltrating and pretending that they care about what's right. They don't. Uh, if Jenny Crosby 2020 said, Kelly Ann drinks three Red Bulls and 12 coffees a day. Is that a fact? His eyes are wide open on that. Man, let that be a warning. That may age you. I don't know if that's true, though. Do your own research, but thank you, Evgeny Crosby. Nordic Frost gave a diamond and said, HBO is subverting our guy Lovecraft. No one is safe. Lovecraft was a horror writer, right? And HBO, I heard, is putting out this... Is HBO the one doing that black movie, Lovecraft? What the heck? And he says, no one is safe. Lovecraft, I didn't know, what's that guy's first initials? H.P. Lovecraft? It's H.P., huh? Wow, good guess. I didn't know he was our guy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they are really evil. These HBO, Showtime. I was watching this, this series a year ago. I wasn't watching it, but I caught parts of it. It was called Homeland. You guys probably are familiar, some of you. And uh, in this TV show, Homeland, everybody's all self-important. They they'll s say stuff unironically like, we gotta s I'm here to save our democracy. <laughs> and, you know, they work for Homeland Security, supposedly. And uh, at one point, they have this guy who's supposed to be a... He's an Australian actor, but he's supposed to be playing an Alex Jones type. And this Alex Jones type is causing problems for national security because he's leaking information that he shouldn't leak or whatever like that. And it's such a bad imitation or obvious or just shallow caricature of what Alex Jones is about and of what's really happening in the world, right? But people act like this is so deep. You know, the liberals who are into this stuff. Asmador gave a ninjagini. Very appropriate. Thank you, man. And he says, Antifa just bought one, bought thousands worth, thousands of dollars worth of bulletproof body armor for Portland riots. Really? You know, and there's a whole bunch of mainstream, so-called, right? Far left Hollywood types who support Antifa. 
they like want to bail them out. They raise money for them because, oh, uh, we're against Nazis too. Sick. Sick. These are glotzies. Globalists. Uh, socialists. <laughs> glotzies. I just came up with that myself. Maybe it's somebody else came up with it. Thank you for the subscriptions, guys. From Based America First, congrats to Patrice O'Neill Groiper. Nice to see you, man. Um, hey, Bubs Love. Oh, man, I got to get in touch with you. Based America First, Nordic Frost. Congrats, everybody. Pax and Prez. Very nice. All you guys. All you guys. Super Dave gave a diamond and said, Hey, bro, nice hair, buddy. Shout out from DLive. Shout out to DLive and hello to Canada. I think Super Dave is from there. <laughs> I hear some people talk and they talk kind of like Super Dave. I'm like, wow, they are Canadian. Boomer Bob gave a diamond and said, Favorite anti-SJW, Travis Savage. Is he okay slash alive? You know, I think so. I haven't heard anything from him in a, in a little while. But yes, he is anti-SJW. He participated in the Men's uh, History Month free speech forum over a year ago, which was an excellent forum. He got it off his chest, to put it lightly. <laughs> Some of you thought he was too spurgy because he was, um, you know, saying stuff that may not be totally reasonable, right? But, uh, yeah, nice guy. I don't know what's up with him lately, but I'm presuming that he's fine. Presuming that he's fine. Maybe we'll hear from him again soon. Um, Simp No Mo gave a diamond and said, Based AF, as in Based America First, is like a non-beta Oprah today. Right on. Congrats to Based AF from uh, Simp No Mo. Asador gave a diamond and said, those actors paid for that body or armor. Yeah. For Antifa. And Antifa can attack and attack and attack, and then Proud Boys defend themselves, or anybody defends themselves. Prosecution. Two years in jail, or however many years in jail those uh, Proud Boys are getting. Over in New, York, in New York, or wherever it happened. They were being basically bodyguards for Gavin... McInnes, who spoke at a, you know, just standard Republican club, came out, Antifa was there, confronting them, Proud Boys, uh, gave them what they were asking for, and Proud Boys got prosecuted. I don't even think that the Antifa people were part, um, cooperating with the investigation. On whose behalf did they get prosecuted? What, the the state of New York or something sleazy like that? New York, so corrupt. Yeah, it was, I guess it was the state or the city or whatever. Prosecuted, probably the state. Prosecuted these guys when Antifa didn't even want to cooperate. Because Antifa is anti-American, just outright anti-American. They don't even belong in the, in the country. Isn't, isn't it like... Aren't you allowed to deport people who are just outright anti-American? Isn't it something called treason or something like that? I mean, treason is a capital offense, right? You can behead somebody for treason if you go through the legal process and find them guilty of treason. But, well, I don't know about beheadings. But anyways, uh, Shorty Shrew gave a very generous super chat 
and said, Trump is high energy. That's why he can speak the three days straight at the RNC. Let's see Biden do that. Exactly. I was hanging out on Reddit, and I said something to that effect, basically. It, not, as, not as succinctly, but basically that he's more real, more um, lucid, and just basically what he said, full of energy. He can do that, and he can speak off the cuff, and it's captivating crowds around the country and the world. And meanwhile, Biden can barely hold it together for 22 minutes, and then everybody claps, gives him pity claps. Sick. Um, by the way, Peter from Periscope gave a super chat yesterday, yesterday, late yesterday, on uh, mystreamlabs.com slash the Hake Report, and he said, Good show yesterday on the cross stream. Yeah, did you guys hear I was on the cross stream? I was interviewed by Samuel from Sweden about Christian stuff, Bible stuff. Uh, this is his fourth show. Congratulations to Samuel from Sweden on the cross stream, which is gaining in popularity. And uh, he puts on a good show. He had me on for the full hour yesterday. And it was in my 9 a.m. slot on Sunday morning. Well, it's 6 p.m. his time, right? Scandinavian time. He's from Sweden. Samuel Forsberg. Subscribe to that guy. Seems like a decent person. Decent young man. But uh, Peter from Periscope goes on and says, Really liked you guys going over the Deuteronomy 2511 and how it's relevant to our current events. <laughs> and I didn't know exactly what that was, so I looked into it. Deuteronomy 511, the verse, according to... Google. I shouldn't be using Google. I should be using DuckDuckGo.com, guys. But old habits. I still cite Drudge, but I don't really see the problem with Drudge completely. But it, anyways, the verse goes, When men fight with one another, and the wife of one draws near to rescue her husband from the hand of him who is beating him, and puts out her hand and seizes him by the private parts, then you shall cut off her hand. Your eyes shall have no pity. That's what that passage says in Deuteronomy, which is one of the Moses-type laws. I don't know if anybody in the world is practicing this law today. Are the, do the Muslims ever listen, listen to Deuteronomy? I don't know. Do the um, Israelis listen to Deuteronomy? I don't know. I don't know if this law has ever been enforced. <laughs> but it's supposedly like one of those outrage against... God type atheists laws, right? Look at this law. How could a just God want this? And Samuel's like, what kind of a nasty woman would grab a per grab a man's um, private parts and squeeze them? She should like that's it's merciful to let her live. He he was exaggerating, but just but just taking a stand for. Uh, God's old school laws that I don't think he means to have them apply today. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, according to Peter from Periscope, it is sort of relevant to our current events. In that, women are stepping out of bounds, attacking men, smearing men. And I'm going to get to this. Um, I'm going to get to this thing with the. Uh, the that. 
poor messed up family, the Conway show, and how the daughter is stepping out of bounds. I think that it's a good thing. I hope that Kellyanne just stays home from now on, tends to her children. They're all still minors. Even the 15-year-old, or however old she is, that wants to be emancipated. Here's a photograph of them in the, at a baseball game, if you're watching the video. Kellyanne Conway, and then there's George Conway, and then the oldest daughter with George Conway's hand on her shoulder is uh, 14, I don't know how old she was in this picture, but that's, uh, that's the one who's going crazy now. She's a liberal. She hates both of her parents. And she doesn't even agree politically with either one of her parents. She wants to be adopted by AOC or hired by AOC as an intern. Cortez, the anti-American, shows you the state of so-called education or the state of social media where she was more likely educated, right? She has 250-something thousand followers on Twitter. I'm going to get to that. I got to get to the calls. Hang tight, guys. Craig in Illinois is on the line, wants to talk about the Wisconsin protests and emotional blacks. Craig, thank you for holding. What's up? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, all is well. Hey, uh, I just wanted to talk about what's going on with all these uh, protests that's been going on. and Well, I don't think they're protests, but all this rioting. And yeah. Like, destroying black America, especially a good guy like myself. Now, by the way, I am black, but it just seems to me that most blacks, not all, but they're, you know, they let their emotions be first without checking out the facts. Yeah. Speak up for me. Speak up for me, Craig. I said, yeah, they just let their emotions uh, take place and uh, control them without knowing all the facts on what's going on with these shootings. Are you on a speakerphone or something or Bluetooth or something? No, You're kind of coming in and out. Stay close to your phone for me and stay still. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. That's, that's better. Okay. So, yeah, constantly our police officers are under attack. Right. Um, you even had some that resigned because they couldn't take it no more from what's going on, how they're being treated. And right. How most blacks are behaving, and police don't need more training. These kids better parents. So I don't understand why these Democrat mayors are allowing this to happen in the city, especially where I live, where they can't even get the National Guard to come in here and try to, uh, you know, get people under control. Yeah. So are you in the yeah, Chicago area? Yeah, I'm in the Illinois. Yes, sir. I am. And it's terrible. That's why, uh, you know, I want to talk to you and get your perspective on a lot of things. And like I see what's going on today, you know, you yeah. guys are under attack. Caucasians in right. general are under attack and being blamed for other pro- people's problems. I know. I've, I've, I've listened to Justin for now for three years now and met a lot of good people off, you know, uh, the Justin show. And uh, I mean, I mean, this show means all well. I love it. I love what y'all doing over there. And if it wasn't for this show, I would probably still have that liberal mindset. Uh-huh. Y'all change that. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that you woke up from hearing the truth. That's cool. But um, yeah. the 
you said that you don't understand why the Democrat mayors are allowing these yeah. riots to happen and city councils right. and all that stuff. Right. You know, I think that they like the destruction. They're people of destruction. You know, like how yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson points out how the women usher in destruction by their kissing up to evil and oppressing the innocent and oppressing the good and killing the babies and uh, turning the children away from the men and being angry and being exploitative and having this fake love. I think it's the same thing what's going on with the so-called Democrats in charge of the these local areas. They don't mind riots as long as they're not affected. Look at the Look at the mayor of Chicago who, she won't protect the city, but she'll protect her own house. You know what I mean? And yes, I, heard, I heard that these people were going, are going so off the deep end that they are shining flashlights in people's homes. I overheard the producer of Nick, the producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, talking about yeah. these, I don't know if it's blacks or Antifa or both, shining flashlights in people's homes and telling them to get out. That they're in, I guess it's because they're in occupied, uh, you know, what do they what do they call that when whites take over the, um, oh, gentrification. Yeah, BLM and Antifa in Portland, Oregon, because Portland has been gentrified. That means it's been made nice. Um, yeah, some of the blacks couldn't keep, couldn't keep paying the rent because the rent got higher and higher, or the property taxes got higher and higher because of, uh, land values going up and just business economy improved, but not for the people who are who've been in these places for a long time. And so they call that stolen land, stolen land, just like what they pretend happened to the Indians. The land was stolen. No, it wasn't. Um, so I think that that's that false feeling sorry for people is what they're doing, and they. Liberal people like that, they thrive off of chaos. They don't have any actual love for anyone. And they'll just, they will gladly look the other way when innocent people are killed. Look at abortion. That's innocent yeah. children. Out of sight, out of mind, right? So we don't know, we don't really see it, we don't really care. And, hey, yeah. I got, I got a solution to, like, and, and everything you're saying is really good. And, uh, the, the thing, what People are doing, you know, shiny flashlight into these people's homes like this. I mean, look, we all work hard. You just got to pay your bills on time, get a good credit score, and you can have the same opportunities as everybody else in those homes that work hard to get where they at today. We all have similarity struggles in life, and there's only privilege to work and wealth. There's no such thing as white privilege. And I get so tired of these race hustlers pushing that false illusion and yeah. brainwashing most blacks with that bull crap. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it, you know. So I, I just wanted to bring that up because we're all wealthy. We're all Americans here. And, you know, thank God for Trump. Right. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And hopefully that he, um, you know, I've heard things like people saying that, Trump is kind of, his campaign has been more, like, establishment, typical conservative-friendly, whereas Trump is his own man. He thinks for himself, 
and he's an independent thinker, even though he is a boomer, and he grew up, like, reading New York Times and all that stuff, he still thinks for himself and speaks for himself like the... Like so many old-school American boomers who don't like what's going on in the country right now. And if he can... I think he will. I think he's going to continue to fight to win um, for America. So well to your to your your favorite second caller Earl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listening. <laughs> I never hear him bring up topics about this, but it's always oh this you guys are this you guys are racist this and that. But he never brings up the topic about the black on black crime in those high uh, doctor neighborhoods. That's what I call them. Yeah. But he never brings that up about how blacks have hatred towards one another. Right. And hating white people for no reason whatsoever. And it does start in the household. It has nothing to do with your skin color. Yep. So. Yeah. I appreciate it, Craig. It's good to hear from you, man. <laughs> you too, brother. God bless y'all over there, okay? You as well. Be safe. Take care. Okay. Yeah. Earl from Michigan. He, uh, he does always spend his time on the minutiae of one dumb case or another that only reason he cares about it is because it's making the mainstream news and that's the only reason like most of us are talking about it but it's not reality reality is the big picture of what's going on and Trump has a good picture of the big picture I think and that's why uh, people have liked him uh Somebody gave a, who is this? Joe Maddock gave a diamond in Russian. A Russian super chat. I think it's Russian. What is this? Yeah, Russian. And it said, communism is Satan's political ideology. And yeah, I think that's true. In that, it's like a, it's like the, it's like female-minded. Satan's, Satan's feeding that female mind, right? Where it's like pretending to be of the light and pretending to have this compassion and stuff like that. It's uh, it's a some people call that a Trojan horse, where you're just ushering in this taking care of people. But no, it's actually corrupting people. It's evil, and it doesn't mind murder, mass murder, crazy. Fan of the ladies gave a diamond and said, "I want to get you a crow." <laughs> You can feed it French fries. I appreciate that, fan of the ladies. I don't follow the relevance, but thank you. <laughs> if anybody knows, please explain. Appreciate that. <laughs> you know, I, giving a crow French fries, I don't know if that's good for them. I've, I feel like I've been seeing some dead crows lately. Um, I don't, maybe it's just one dead crow. <laughs> oh, somebody asked me from somebody asked me how I like crows. Okay. Marty. Marty. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate. <laughs> yeah, Marty from Kansas? Is he? no, not from Kansas. But Marty from somewhere. Maybe from Kansas. Asked me how I like Kansas City, Missouri. That's different from Kansas. Uh, yeah. He likes crows and he I like crows. And so we get along. <laughs> Man, thank you guys for the subscriptions. Dang. Thank you to Joe Maddock. Giving them out. 
Congrats to Shaggy Boy, Brandon M, Ben Oberst, Hidden Gems, and Chief Og. Appreciate that, guys. Thank you. And thanks again to Shorty Shrew and Peter from Periscope for the, uh, the super chats over on my streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. By the way, it is past Friday the 21st, so I gotta reapply to see if I can get monetized on YouTube. I'm pretty kosher and friendly, right? Some people call me kosher Hake. <laughs> so, like, I should be monetized, right? I think. <laughs> kosher means clean, right? Isn't that what that means? Anyways, I gotta tell you guys about this nutty Conway family. I just want to get this out of the way. And then later I'll talk about those riots over in Wisconsin and other stuff like that. Um, by the way, I heard that Kim Jong-un might be dying or dead or is it just speculation? I don't really like that news. He, maybe he's in a coma? I don't really like that news because, you know... President Trump had a nice rapport with him, and so did, uh, the great weirdo, freak, immoral person, I think, I dare say, <laughs> Rod Rodney, what's that guy's name? Dennis Rodman, the guy who cried when he was defending Trump and, and, uh, defending his friend, because Ro Dennis Rodman is a big basketball player, former, old now, he dressed up in a wedding dress. He's like a weirdo. All kinds of piercings and tattoos all over his body and face. Even before it was commonplace to see it now. You see even that, that weird white... What is that guy? I don't think he's Canadian. I think he's from living in Utah now. But there's these, all these people with tattoos on their face, face now. Yeah, Post Malone. It's so common. Post Malone, is he even black? Is he part black or something? He's just... What is he? Is he like a white-white? He's... Not, I don't think he's a Christian, though. Is he a Christian? <laughs> Does he ever pretend to be? He hangs out with those, uh... But he's not... He's not a white Hispanic, and he's not a white Jewish person. <laughs> he's just a misfit white person. This is the result of, uh... The... Degeneracy on uh, America. Southern. And he's a southern guy. He has a cool voice. I don't mean to promote him, but I just can't help it. Oh, I don't know. Anyways. I was just promoting what's-her-name Joanna Newsom earlier. What a mess. Um, but I was telling you guys about, in Hake News, about the Kellyanne Conway controversy. Her husband is a Trump derangement syndrome sufferer. And I found out what tr so-called triggered him. And it is a similar thing to what... Where, where's Sion now, by the way? Some, something triggered so-called... Um, so-called triggered. Sion and others. You know, people who came here as immigrants or whatever. Or they, their parents came here as immigrants and they were born as anchor babies. Similar thing triggered this guy. George Conway, who is, I think he's half white, half Filipino or something like that. Total rhino. Total rhino. Anyways, I told you that Kellyanne is leaving the White House after, I guess, this week, the end of the month. I'm very happy about that, honestly. I never really liked her being 
in there. It didn't seem right. She's a mother of four children. It's not right. It's not right. Um, yes, I appreciate that she's pro-Trump, and she's been, like, somewhat capable for a woman, right? White House counsel. I guess that means she's a lawyer. Her f- husband is a lawyer, too. This is from the son. Claudia, the daughter, one of the daughters, right? I don't know how many, I don't know how many sons versus daughters they have, but four kids, four children. One, okay, I can't tell, are they long-haired boys? Because look at the, look at the father, right? I think that that's three daughters and one son, but I just can't tell. Because <laughs> the father has kind of three daughters, whoa, yeah, it might be two sons, two daughters. <laughs> we don't know, it's not our business, it's their family. Uh, no offense to long-haired boys, but you should cut your hair. I like, I love you, but you gotta cut your hair. Don't misgender. (laughs) So this girl is 15 years old. Claudia Conway. She tweeted with her 250-something thousand followers on Twitter. I'm devastated that my mother is actually speaking at the RNC. I, like, devastated beyond compare. <laughs> it's supposed to be beyond comparison, but she makes it sound cool by saying beyond compare. I don't know who she hangs out with or where they live. Are they D.C. people? Probably now, right? Because Kellyanne, I don't know where they're from. But, and she asked, Democrat, the son calls her progressive, but socialist Democrat representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to adopt her. And some of you guys don't think that socialism is such, you know, you're tired of hearing, oh, socialist sounds like a, a boomer complaint. But Cortez hates whites, hates um, our laws, <laughs> is pro-illegal, is pro-abortion, even though she pretends like she's Catholic. Um, she is just an evil person, a phony person, by the way. Hates whites people. She's with a guy who looks like me living with her partner or boyfriend or whatever, and has him simping for her against whites. I think we need to educate people about racism. (laughs) Something like that. Oh my gosh. And he sounds just like her. You know how she sounds like a valley girl? And I can't even imitate it that well. But he sounds like her. So they must have been living together a while. And it's gross. But she's like part... Uh, her father, I guess, was Puerto Rican, and but her father died, and mess, just a mess. So she's a socialist, and she was, the Young Turks were fans of her. Enough said, enough said. If the Young Turks liked her, you know that she's awful. The, the Young Turks are so phony. You know, these, so, the, uh, what is that called? The, um, pro, what, what's their Democrat thing? It's not progressive Democrats, it's not social Democrats, justice Democrats, oh gosh, what a misnomer. They, they steal all the good words and, and talk about Satan, satanic, right? Pretending to be for justice. The justice Democrats endorsed her, they may have groomed her, by the way, Cortez, and they pretend that money in politics, I don't take donations from corporations, therefore I'm not corrupt. Yes, you are, please. You're for everything evil. You are corrupt. 
Just because you're not taking corporate money. Sick people. Such sleazy liars. Jank Uger, what a phony. Kind of likable sometimes. Or no. They took YouTube's money. Yeah. They did? Yeah, these people are so fake. Anyways, she t- this 15-year-old girl, daughter of Kellyanne and George Conway, tweeted some nasty things about Trump. Cussing? I'm like, that's not very ladylike. Take away her phone. <laughs> Somebody said that. I forget who said it in the office. But I didn't read this. She tweeted, I'm officially pushing for emancipation. And that means she wants to be freed from her parents, from being out of her parents. And I have to read these from the bottom up, right? She was devastated. Her mother was speaking at the RNC. That's ridiculous. What did you expect, young lady? (laughs) And I use the term lady very loosely. And she wears all this makeup. I mean, 15 is approaching becoming a lady, so I but she's still under their parents' roof, and she, they're letting her wear that kind of makeup. Looks not very... Looks kind of like a fill-in-the-blank, you know? Anyways, she said, I'm pushing for emancipation, She want, meaning she doesn't want to be under her parents. Buckle up, because this is probably going to be public one way or another, unfortunately. Welcome to my life. Yeah, she's tweeting out. She likes the publicity, just like what she accuses her mother of doing. She, and then she tweeted within minutes, I have been using social media as an outlet to express my passions individually and shed light on some hardships. I have been vulnerable for a reason. Thank you for supporting me. And I think I have more tweets from her, too. Yeah, and then she said, my mother's job ruined my life to begin with. You know, I don't necessarily disagree with her on that note, because... Even though Jesse Lee Peterson makes the point that kids don't need their mother past age three, the mother shouldn't be out doing this job when they're before they're 18, I don't think. She said, heart this Claudia 15-year-old. I'm like criticizing a 15-year-old, but she has 8,000 likes from people. Heartbreaking that she continues to go down that path after years of watching her children suffer. Selfish. It's all about money and fame, ladies and gentlemen. Like she's not about money and fame. But anyway, she's of course going to be like her mother. And then she says, as for my dad, politically, we agree on absolutely nothing. We just both happen to have common sense when it comes to our current president. Stop standing him. I guess because people are fans of him. And they call that Stan. And then she says, I'm savage, LOL. I'm aware. But she gets thousands and thousands of likes on these tweets. 253,000 followers. And she went on TikTok and Periscope pushing mess. You heard some of it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. She's talking like she uh, is physically abused by them. <laughs> and she just sounds like she's just making it up. Although, who knows, right? But whatever. She claims she's physically abused by both of them. By both her father and her mother. So George Conn, this finally, I guess, got their... I guess you could call this a cry for help. From a not very modest-looking 15-year-old girl. Uh, So George Conway, the father is going to take a Twitter hiatus, according to him. He says he's withdrawing from the Lincoln Project, which is an anti-Trump project, to devote more time to his family matters. This is not frozen, is it? No? Okay, good. Uh, 
and he's gonna take a Twitter hiatus. A Twitter hiatus. Needless to say, I continue to support the Lincoln Project and its mission. Passionately, he says. But he's, yeah, he's passionate, all right. There's this movie or documentary coming out about, and it's called Hashtag Unfit. Hashtag is old stuff now, right? I guess you can still do hashtags. But anyways, they're taking over this hashtag unfit, called unfit. And it's a film about Conway and a bunch of these anti-Trumpers, I guess. And so in exclusive clips, he was in tears calling Trump racist and evil. And Trump is the one who's unfit? This man needs to take care of his wife and family. And actually, his wife is kind of more logical than him. But not enough. Not enough. So, he, this, is, this is a quote, by the way, from a guy named Justin Frank, who's also in this movie, I guess. Unfit. With George Conway. And they're talking about Trump being unfit. Yeah, right. He's the most fit president. That in our lifetimes, for sure. Donald Trump is a sociopath, a sadist, a con artist, a racist, a misogynist, a sexist in general. And I think it is a problem, offers Justin Frank, one of the world's top psychiatrists. Wow, this guy needs some psychiatry for himself. What does that tell you about psychiatrists, right? And he's written about Bush... I think he wrote a book called Bush on the Couch and Obama on the Couch. Like as if he's ever put them on the couch. You know, that's a reference to psychologists and psychiatrists um, talking to people, putting them on the couch, lay down, tell me about your life, how do you feel, dumb stuff like that. Oh, here's a tweet from George Conway, by the way. Donald Trump is a narcissist socio- narcissistic sociopath, unfit for any position of public or even private trust. I believe that this was his tweet on Saturday. He tweeted out this big long thread. I have a few of his tweets, actually. Do I? I think I do. Listen to this stuff that he's saying. He should have been removed from office twice over for using the power of his office for personal gain in acts that also were crimes, whatever. He has thoroughly corrupted his office as well as those around him. And he's sharing this. He has an un- there's this unfit for office Atlantic article and Trump has done plenty to warrant impeachment from Washington Post, which I guess is his own article, I don't know. And then he says he should have been removed from office for criminally obstructing the very system of justice that he swore to uphold. What is he talking about? Isn't, doesn't he see the injustice being promoted? He's supposed to be a Republican. This guy's supposed to be a conservative lawyer. It's sick. These phony people. Frank, this Justin Frank guy, one of the world's top psychiatrists, who I guess is in bed with this guy, former chief resident at Cambridge Hospital, author of 2018's Trump on the Couch, Inside the Mind of the President, as if he can do that. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, One of several esteemed psychiatrists and psychologists interviewed in the movie Hashtag Unfit, The Psychology of Donald Trump, with these medical, quote-unquote, experts (laughs) 
who need medical attention themselves, reaching the conclusion that Trump is a malignant narcissist and a danger to American democracy. Jesse Lee Peterson has interviewed a couple of sleazy people like this. One of them was Zimbardo, Philip Zimbardo or something like that. And another one was this Asian woman who's made the media rounds. And they're both nutty as fruitcake. <laughs> nutty as a donut with nuts on it. That's a Jesse Lee Peterson quote. The most moving, this is from the Daily Beast, which is a far-left outlet. I think, at one point anyway, Hillary Clinton's daughter sat on the board of the far-left anti-American outlet, Daily Beast. They say, the most moving testimony in hashtag unfit comes courtesy of George Conway, the attorney Lincoln Project co-founder, which is a severe anti-Trump, supposedly conservative, uh, super PAC type thing, and husband of Trump counselor Kellyanne Conway, whose footage was filmed prior to the Conway's announcement Sunday night that they would be leaving the Trump White House and he would be departing the Lincoln Project to focus on their family. Their 15-year-old daughter, Claudia, has been a vocal opponent of Trump on Twitter and TikTok, and on Saturday announced plans to emancipate from her parents. That's when you're a minor and you want to get out. George's dumb words. Quote, I voted for Donald Trump in 2016, and I almost took a job myself to run the civil division in the Department of Justice. Look at the... Consider the nutty people that Trump has put in in his cabinet. And some of you guys want to blame Trump for it. I kind of blame him, too, a little bit. But these are the... This is the type of person who works for Trump. Some of these guys got through the cracks and got in. You know what I mean? There's stuff that the Trump administration does that I don't know if Trump himself would really be for it. Anyways, he says, Donald Trump wasn't my first choice among the department, I mean, the Republican nominees. I was hopeful he would calm down and get better as time went on. The problem is, he voted for this guy, he claims. The problem is, once he got in the supreme position of power, he lost some of his incentive to be disciplined. Whatever. And I'm thinking at this point in time, what's wrong with him? Donald Trump is like a practical joke that got out of hand. Look at your own life, buddy. Indeed, Conway was considered for the role of U.S. Solicitor General before he was up for Assistant Attorney General in the Civil Rights, in the Civil Division of the U.S. DOJ. These weak-minded people getting into the Department of Justice, only to withdraw from consideration owing to what he saw was Trump's erratic behavior. He's since become one of the more vocal anti-Trump so-called Republicans, rhinos, both on Twitter and via the Lincoln Project, Hashtag never Trump GOPers, right? They so-called create viral content to get under the president's skin and to urge voters to make the right choice in 2020. And they support Biden. That's true. That is... The, that shows you how sick these people are. Joe Biden, who is pro-abortion, pro, pro um, the destruction of America by unrelenting immigration... White people are going to be a minority. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <clears throat> I hurt my throat <laughs> doing that. But um, I didn't hurt it. I irritated it. But he's a sick person. He lies about whites being racist. That's his whole reason for running for office. Of course, these standard thinking rhinos agree with him, right? 
By the way, I heard that Jeff Flake is among many Republicans. Rhinos. Jeff Flake from Arizona. He was like the baby brother of John McCain, right? John McCain was a senator. I think Jeff Flake was a senator, both from Arizona. And I told you about Arizona. They elected Janet Napolitano, pro-abortion, pro-illegal alien governor in the early 2000s. Female, by the way, too. Obama's uh, chief of Department of Homeland Security. Um, That's sick. So Jeff Flake uh, endorsing Joe Biden. That just shows you, you know, if you have any doubts, look at the people supporting Biden. Look at the people supporting Trump. Decent people. Very indecent. The worst people supporting Obama. I mean, Biden. Same thing. Um, This is what Conway said. Oh, did you turn on the, the AC? Nice. Thanks. He tells a personal story about why he feels Trump is unfit for the presidency. It shows you that this man is unfit to call himself a man. He said, this is George Conway. My mother came from the Philippines, came to the United States in the 1950s, says Conway. I just think of myself as an American, and I just assume people aren't racist. And I tend to forget, well, some people are. And that's sort of the lesson with Trump is I just gave him the benefit of the doubt. So this whole go back thing is what tore it for him. The moment that really crossed the line for George Conway came in July of last year. Was it that recent? When Trump, via Twitter, told four Democrat so-called female congressmen, right? Alexandria Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley, without naming them, right? These so-called Democrat progressive, quote-unquote, Democrat congresswomen of color, right? I don't think he mentioned of color. To go back to their countries, Trump urged them to go back to their countries. Go back to where they came from if they're so smart and fix those places that are awful. And then come back and show us how it's done, he, he tweeted. Something along those lines, right? Even though only one of these women was born outside of the United States. So what? So what? They're anchor babies. They have allegiance to... Rashida is from Palace, has allegiance to Palestine. Uh, Cortez has no allegiance to America. She hates America. Um, Ilhan Omar came here as a, as a refugee, Somalian refugee. I think she had been spending time in Kenya. And Ayanna Presley is a nutty, far-left, liberal, black female. And I think she goes bald nowadays. I think she has alopecia. How do you pronounce that word? Alopecia? Alopecia? Whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Sha. Alopecia. And, uh, so she goes bald. She should talk to Dr. Singh. Dr. Singh can fix your alopecia. Healingenergy.org. Because, <laughs> uh, the guy who used to be Joel before Joel was Joel, Andre, he at one point had it, he said on the radio one time. And he got rid of it by proper nutrition. Just FYI, ladies, ladies who may have alopecia and want to be tempted to shave your head bald and weird, be just a weirdo about it, not even wear a wig. Lady, black ladies commonly wear wigs and weaves and things like that. Why not just wear it? But she wants to be all feminist about it and not just be completely bald and look like an alien. But anyways, uh, here's this. 
Here's a tweet from Trump. Why don't they go back and fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it is done. These places need your help badly, and you can't leave fast enough, <laughs> Trump tweeted. And he's right. So here's what, how this rhino guy, who's part Filipino by his mother, said. And so I don't even know if he's full-blown blown American, because she was... I don't know, was she a citizen? Anyways, what he said about those members of Congress brought back that memory of, wow, there really are people like that here. I was with my mother when I was a teenager in a parking lot in Massachusetts, and somebody told her, go back to your country. He continues before wiping away tears. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he says, I'm sorry. And I found that to be, it really came home to me. This man is a racist. He is evil. He is a racist beyond any question. That is George Conway talking about President Trump, who is not a racist. He's for what's right. And call that racist. You are for what's evil. You are a sucker. And I had to talk some sense into other people who've called into the show before, thinking, um, somehow sympathizing with that. Oh, I've been told to go back to my country before, too. Who hasn't been told to go back? Now they're doing the same thing to the whites. They're like, go back to Europe. You stole the land. Stupid. Um, I remember Mexicans would tell Asians to go back to your country. <laughs> and they were, the Asians would laugh about that because the Mexicans don't belong up here either. Many of them are illegals. <laughs> but um, it's crazy. And by the way, they're like mixed people, too. They're mixed with Spanish. And the Spanish, they should go back to Spain. Except they're mixed with the Indians down here, right? Or the whatever you want to call them. Indigenous people. And so that's how they turned darker, right? So what a mess. Reality is reality. And this go back to your country thing. And he was telling them because they hate America. They're constantly criticizing America. Pretending that they can do stuff better. But they can't fix their own communities. New York City, um, I forget where, Rashida Tlaib is from uh, Detroit. Supposedly born in Detroit, right? Anchor baby. But um, she's act, Detroit's not in a good place right now. She's just an exploitative, evil, nasty, foul-mouthed, bad example of a mother and person. And so this go back to your country thing, I'm like, Trump wasn't talking about you. And then um, some of them are like, well, I know that, but some people don't like that. There was another case of this go back thing or, or why are you here thing. Over in, was that in, was that in Wisconsin too? There was this case, this story where this white father is in a, like a, PTA type of meeting or this meeting because these white kids got in trouble for joking around about racism or something. Maybe some of them said the n-word. Who cares, right? But they made this whole big deal about it, right? This local place. It, maybe it was Minnesota. Maybe it was Wisconsin. And this Hispanic father, right, is he stands up and talks about, oh, his, his son came to him crying crying about the racism that he experiences. And the white father is like, so why did you come here? 
Why don't you just stay in Mexico? You won't get that, go back to your country in Mexico. You just get other nasty kids in Mexico mistreating other kids. <laughs> but they want to pretend these children, white children, are so racist. And all of the liberal mothers were like, You need to leave! And whoa! They like erupted at this man saying common sense stuff like, If it's so bad here and your kid's crying every day over the racism that he's experiencing, maybe because he can't control, you know, defend himself, then you stay in Mexico. And I got a call from uh, a um, American guy. Well, he considers himself American. He like served in the military and stuff like that. And he talks about, oh, my parents were told to go back and stay in Mexico. And I'm sick of this. We're every bit as American as you. Well, this is why we don't like you guys identifying with your race so much that you're going to turn on decent people who love America and who are defending their white children from false smears of racism like Trump is doing, like that man in the, at that parent-teacher-whatever meeting. And by the way, when he said that, why don't they go back? This black father stood up. This is what, this is typical of what these kids are learning from people like him. <laughs> and that would be fine with that because it's logic. But these people hate truth and they hate white people. They have this underlying resentment against white people and against common sense. And they just associate some bad kids telling them, oh, go back to your country, to, uh, to a... There's a right way to say go back, and there's a maybe a wrong, mean-spirited way of saying go back. But just because Trump said that, and those people are the most, those three, four females are some of the most sleazy people in the government. Cortez, Omar, Talib, Presley, and this guy is siding with them. What a sucker. What a sucker. So, oh my gosh, I'm way past, I guess I'm not taking a break. <laughs> Man, okay, let me just double check the super chats. Thank you guys for all the subscriptions, appreciate that. Very much appreciated. Mexicans are the real patriots, not USA. <laughs> yeah, these people are so twisted and such suckers. And that is why, partly why, a lot of the white nationalists or white ethno-nationalists don't like this uh, don't like this diversity stuff because they know that they can't human nature is so corrupt that it will identify with race above what's right and race their so-called false identities over the country over the good of the country and their fellow countrymen they'll turn on the decent people so you gotta um Rather than pretending that, oh, white nationalists are worse than Democrats, please. <laughs> it's not even true. The white nationalists are, some of them might get a little carried away, right? Because it's not, a, it's not purely a physical solution. It's a spiritual solution. And then you know how to deal with the physical world, right? But people were, people are, oh my gosh. <laughs> By the way. A former guest of the Hague Report, and a, um, I was a 
guest on his show. Shout out to Dylon, my former de facto producer. I have a new de facto producer, Will. What's up, man? But um, Dylon got Dylon got um, Richard Spencer on my show, and then he also got me on Richard Spencer's show. And Jesse Lee Peterson has interviewed him a couple of times, a few times actually, and urged him to forgive his father and mother and stuff like that. But Richard Spencer was one of like the top figureheads in the media for the alt-right. He's like a philosopher-type thinker guy, atheist, definitely atheist. And for that, he's socialist, liberal, but yeah, he's still like alt-right, right? They call it alt-right. And, you know, he's get, in all his interviews, he's basically given up on America, right? Saying, you know what, America's gone. We just need to salvage for white people. Salvage white people's future or whatever he wants to call it. I don't know. And he has liked Bernie Sanders, who just hates white people. Bernie Sanders is not even a white, regular white person. I think he's, he's probably like an atheist. I think he's, is he Jewish? Yeah, yeah. And I, I heard some, he, Bernie Sanders repeated some weird stereotypes about Jewish people that I had never heard before. Um, Polish Jewish person, but he's an atheist. A far left, communist sympathizer, liberal. Nothing about him is decent, right? But Richard Spencer is, was a Bernie bro. I guess because he thought that socialism could help, um, you know, redistributing the, the poverty would help white, whites not suffer so much with the coming economic crisis or something like that. I don't know. Um, but then Bernie didn't get the nomination, of course. And so now he likes Joe Biden. He's voting Democrat down ticket. And I heard that he thinks that the Democrats are less are more competent. In a sense, they kind of are in terms of getting, um, getting destruction happening. You know, because they're all the way on the side of evil. Whereas the, the Republicans, they pretend to be on the side of what's right, right? It's kind of like the, the church, the, mo- the present day church versus the secular world, right? The secular world is highly competent at putting out, um, disgusting but um, well-produced artwork and movies and music and all that stuff. Whereas the so-called Christian world, they end up being a, you know, the artists and the, the turning out morality, right? That, all that stuff. They produce the same false version of morality so that the kids grow up liberal. And then the so-called Christian artists and singers, they're a bunch of liberals. (laughs) They're like Bernie supporters, sick people. Wow, what a mess. I feel cheated because I grew up listening to Christian music and they're disgusting people. There was this one group called Me Without You. It was like a post-punk band, supposed to be Christian, right? And the singer's like a fan of Bernie. (laughs) What the heck? What a mess. So in that sense, I see that, okay, in a worldly sense, yes, uh, the world, the Democrats, the people who are for outright evil are more competent at ushering in evil into the world than the Republicans who are, and the fake Christians who are, are good at ushering in good into the world. So he's, um, 
what, what a mess. He's for that. I mean, you gotta expect it. He's an atheist. He's more socialistic. He think he wanted Trump to be nationalistic, but by nationalistic he meant nationalist socialism, where helping the nation, right? With socialism. So-called help. And so, I don't know. Me without you, not so great, <laughs> says a fan of the ladies. I mean, I like their early stuff. The, that first album. A to B life? Something like that. Anyways, guys, I gotta tell you about this Oh, did I finish my point about the these people and Richard Spencer and all them? Um, who cares about... I like the guy, Richard Spencer. Some of you guys don't. But he's like a nice guy. He has a left-wing girlfriend. Is that true? Somebody says that. I don't know. He may. Um, is he divorced? I know he has a child. But... I like the guy, but he's, um, it's not surprising he's uh, an atheist, which by definition you're going to be more like socialist. Socialism is an atheistic mindset. And of course he's going to be into the whiteness because he's atheist. He doesn't believe in God. He doesn't have like this spiritual sense of truth or reality, right? <laughs> uh... Catherine Payne says, Amy Grant was my favorite Christian singer. I remember when Amy Grant got caught cheating or something like that. I hate to drink, bring that stuff up, right? It's shameful to repeat. But, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody brought up Jars of Clay, Fan of the Ladies did. These are all like Christian artists, right? You're, you may have heard of Amy Grant. You may have heard of Jars of Clay if you were around in the grunge times in the night. Mid-90s? Yeah. <laughs> they had that song, Rain, Rain on My Face. <laughs> Good song. I'm tempted to keep on singing it, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> Audio adrenaline, yeah. Don't censor me. Oh, that was a good... Anyways. Um, yeah, Amy Grant got in trouble for doing something immoral, right, with her marriage. I'm like, 90-pound wuss wouldn't do that. <laughs> my... Sister-in-law was a fan of Amy Grant, and she didn't like my screamy, screamy Christian punk music. So I was like secretly gloating when Amy Grant got in trouble for being immoral. But then it turned out the singer from Ninety Pound Woods—he's like a kind of liberal. He call, he calls himself a Christian. He's from Seattle. He calls himself a Christian anarchist, and I think he was at that same church where that um, guy who hung up on Jesse Lee Peterson and got the chicken song, when Jesse Lee Peterson was interviewing him, Mark Driscoll, that phony pastor guy, I think he had some type of um, controversy, this pastor guy. I'm meandering a little bit, but I just have to tell you these stories. Who got in trouble for, like, he put out this book about, oh, you can do anything with your wife sexually, like, right? It doesn't have, matter how disgusting it is. It's your wife. Just be crazy. Something along those lines. And Jesse Lee Peterson was asking him if he's the head of his wife, and he wasn't answering the question. And then he's like, he took off, and he got the chicken song. It's on YouTube somewhere. But, yeah, he served this, the guy from 90 Pound Wist, which is a Christian... Scre screamy punk band that I liked. That guy w was leading worship under his, <laughs> under his church. 
But what a mess. It's not surprising that these people are blind and brainwashed. Look at the world and look at the state of the church. Most Christians think you're supposed to continue to sin. And then, um, and then, of course, I can't, I would be remiss in not mentioning the cringy, phony, liberal, rhino types who are like, Richard Spencer is for the Democrats. Uh, <laughs> Richard Spencer would, if the Democrat Party were like, were all like Richard Spencer, the Democrat Party would be much better, honestly. Even though he's an atheist, even though he's a socialist, if they were more like him, at least they wouldn't be attacking whites. At least they would have some respect for Christianity because he considers himself a cultural Christian. He thinks it's tragic that he's not Christian, right? He's like a nice guy. And, and uh, dude, it would, be, it would be a dream if the Democrats were as, as, um, as moderate as that guy. And I say moderate, you I mean to be a socialist, you have to be kind of extreme, right? But that's the world today. That's the world today. Yeah, the Democrat Party is way more disgusting than anything that has ever come out of the, of the alt-right in reality, right? You know, the, you can hear some alt-righters, like they're, some of them were young and immature and attacking people verbally attacking people, right? They're not real attacks. You know, saying nasty things, right? Or they'll um, swarm a person if they don't like them. By swarm, I mean like a whole bunch of trolls, so-called trolls, right? Will harass this person. That's wrong. But the Democrats are so disgusting on a national level. Like the Look at what the mainstream media has done, just smearing and ruining reputations left and right, and jobs, and lives, and communities. They're sick. So anyways, um, I would think that, uh, I would think that you should just say, you know what, I wish Richard Spencer well, he should wake up and snap out of it and become a Christian and support Trump. <laughs> but anyways. Um, I got it. Speaking of the attack on whites and the disgustingness of the Democrats, they have no validity, by the way. No validity. So you shouldn't be disavowing QAnon because the Democrats' conspiracy theories, as I said, are worse. You shouldn't be disavowing the alt right or the Daily Stormer or the white nationalists and white supremacists and stuff like that, which Trump did, right? After Charlottesville, but whatever. He's a boomer. He's, he doesn't know these people. So anyways, Wisconsin riots. Thank you, Governor, right? I read this in Hague News towards the end of hour two. Wisconsin riots after police shoot a black man in the back. Oh, gosh. Rolling my eyes. Who cares? A cop was knocked out with a brick. Knocked out cold. Look at these burning up cars and no, no doubt buildings and... Black Lives Matter pasted on signs. And by the way, there was a big brawl between the Proud Boys and Antifa with bats in Portland. Escalation, man. I don't know. If I were a Proud Boy, I think I would stay away. <laughs> I got to get in shape first, and I, don't, I have no desire to uh, get in fights with um, 
Antifa, but something has to happen. They need to get out of the country. These, these people who hate America and whites and everything good. Um, anyways, this is a this is an article from the far left AFP, Agencia French, uh, Presse. <laughs> it's a French outlet shared by the generally anti-American Yahoo News. There is always a light in Yahoo, though. In a wherever you may go, there may be a light. There was a person who decided to give an interview with Jesse Lee Peterson. And Jesse Lee Peterson showed up on this Yahoo Unfiltered feature back in 2018. Very nice. So check it out if you haven't seen it. It's, it's uh, still getting views. Um, anyways, the black male suspect was shot several times from close range as he got into a car Sunday evening, according to cell phone video of the incident. The black male was named Jacob Blake. I don't have a picture for you. If you want to Google it, you're, you're welcome to. If not, that's totally fine. Because who cares? Uh, you have it? Okay, good. Yeah, who cares? Wisconsin far-left governor, apparently. I do have pictures of this sleaze. Tony Evers was air- Tony Evers was named, uh, was the one who named Jacob Blake, the, the so-called victim. The black male suspect who got shot and is in serious condition, at least was. <laughs> this guy, Tony Evers, is a sleazy person. Definitely not a Christian. I don't know what he is, but he is an evil, disgusting person, and he has been in charge of um, education. A person like this, listen to the things that he says uh, in his tweets. Um, Tonight, Jacob Blake was shot in the back multiple times in broad daylight in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Evers tweeted. This is the governor turning on his state. Kathy and I join his family, friends, and neighbors in hoping er earnestly that he will not succumb to his injuries. While we do not have all the details yet, so then shut up, <laughs> is what I would say. Uh, what we know for certain is that he is not the first black man, and he capitalized the, the word black, the first letter of it, because that's what simps do. He's not the first black man or person to have been shot or injured or mercilessly killed at the hands of individuals in law enforcement in our state and or our country. And that's just kissing up to the, kissing up, feeding speculation about this uh, shooting, right? He goes on, we stand with all who, who, with all those who have and continue to demand justice, equity, and accountability. When they use, they use the word equity, you know, they're, um, they're anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-men, anti-American, because that's what they mean by equity. Special treatment for people who don't deserve it. Um, and accountability for black lives in our country. Lives like those of George Floyd, who resisted arrest. Breonna Taylor, who had been girlfriends with a drug dealer and got caught in the crossfire. Tony Robinson, I don't know who that is. DeAndre Hamilton, I forget who that was. Ernest Lacey, I don't know who that is. And Sylville Smith, I forget who that is. But all that, and who cares, right? That's just false, ver false, um, false, uh, what is that called? Narrative of victimhood. And I think he goes on. Doesn't he have more? Yeah. Uh, he says, and we stand against excessive use of force and immediate escalation when engaging with capital, board, capital B black Wisconsinites. 
and he has no idea what happened. Or he may have an idea, but he's feeding the, the riots, basically. I have said all along that although we must offer our, our empathy, equally important is our action. Anti-racist action. <laughs> Anti-fascist action. In the coming days, we will demand just that of elected officials in our state who have failed to recognize the racism of our state and our country for far too long. So in other words, he's smearing whites over this black guy getting himself shot and killed. And, uh, there is this guy, Mark Dice, who is a fellow fan of Jesse Lee Peterson. Mark Dice tweeted in a reply, about this guy, J Jacob Blake, he wouldn't have gotten himself shot if he had just followed the cop's basic and reasonable instructions. He looked like he was grabbing a weapon. A very stupid move. We know that you would prefer that the police had been shot, Tony. Tony Evers. And another guy uh, claims, and I don't know, I haven't verified it, I don't care, right? I don't care to. Says, I just saw the video, the guy was disobeying commands. And went straight to, to his car to get a gun. I don't know how this guy got that information. But who knows? The truth may come out. If for those of you who are interested in follow-up to the, this endless train of false black victimhood, right? The police officer was right to shoot this person's, in this person's opinion. A second later, he would be dead along with a few others. So he claims. I don't know. But we'll find out. I don't know if I'll keep up with the story, but police said that the shooting occurred when they were responding to a domestic incident at about 5.11 p.m. Domestic incident means a person going crazy, right? <laughs> Cell phone video footage of the incident shows a black man followed by two officers with guns drawn as he goes around the front of a gray SUV. As he opens the door and tries to get in the driver's side, driver's seat, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> uh... One of the officers pulls on his t-shirt, and he appears to be shot repeatedly in the back. Civil rights attorney, Benjamin Crump. That's the black guy who is involved in the Trayvon Martin case, the Michael Brown case. Ambulance chaser. Ambulance chaser means, like, anytime, you, uh, anytime there's some tragedy, this lawyer is chasing after to get money and fame and exploit it. Because he believe he wants to promote this fake racism lie. Uh, Benjamin Crump said Blake's three sons were in the car at the time. And he had been trying to break up a fight between two women. So Benjamin Crump claims, right? That's a, that sounds similar to what I heard about Eric Garner. Eric Garner had just broken up a fight. Oh, Eric Garner was the guy who um, supposedly got a chokehold and he died. He was overweight. I think he had a heart attack. And then uh, Ben Crump, who pretends to care about children, says the f about the three kids in the car. They saw a cop shoot their father. They will be traumatized forever, Crump said on Twitter. So you hope, Benjamin Crump, because you are an evil person. These sick, fake lawyers just do a disservice to the blacks. The And it... And they exploit the useful idiot black adults and further brainwash the useful idiot black children who grew up to be evil people. And so amidst the riots, this cop was knocked out with a, 
with a brick. It was caught on camera, apparently. Someone tweeted out video footage. People in the background were heard yelling, He just got bricked! And F the police! Officer down! Police were heard yelling in the scanner. Sick people. It's disgusting. So I think, you know, riot after riot after riot after riot. You know, we're gonna... We're planning on doing this feature pretty soon for Jesse Lee Peterson's Rockfin called Predictions. <laughs> and one of my predictions is, oh yeah, more riots are going to come. And it would, be, it would be more impressive if I were to predict which cities it was going to happen in, but no. Nah. I just know that more riots are going to come. More so-called racist incidents. May, are we due for another so-called racist mass shooting? Because that's what they want to happen. In Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, he referenced how Vincent James talked about how whites are more aware than ever of the attack on them. And they're starting to identify with whiteness. And some of them are arming up and he's concerned about uh, them escalating the race war, right? Because the race war against whites is definitely escalated. You know, this... There's this constant, like, propaganda. When we're seeing this propaganda in, like, these crazy movies, pretending that, oh, this is what really happened against, uh, against Trump. Pretending that Comey is a good guy and a straight arrow when he's just a phony. And pretending that, oh, blacks are such victims when they're perps, they're perpetrators. And so, it's crazy. Let me read to you guys a little bit about... Oh, let me just double-check the Super Chats. Pablo DR says, Thank you for everything you do. Appreciate that, man. You're welcome. Um, I want to read to you a little bit about this Antifa riot against the Proud Boys. Because there is this, there's this endless propaganda against all things... Conservative and effective, right? Effective and conservative. Trump is effective, and he's under attack. Uh, the um, the alt-right <laughs> were effective with their memes, and they were under attack. And uh, the, the Proud Boys, effective around the world, just uh, in some sense, they were effective and bringing men to not be so into pornography and all that's crap and not apologizing for the western world and stuff like that and they're under attack and meanwhile they're pretending that Antifa doesn't exist <laughs> this is from the sun which is a far left foreign outlet doesn't belong in America <laughs> oh man huge brawls break out in Portland as proud boys and Antifa fight with baseball bats and pepper spray do you know anything about this case, this, this incident, this Proud Boys thing, uh, Chris, at all? In Portland? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not, not anything specific on the details. I mean, I've, I've just seen a lot of the footage. Right. Okay, so Portland, it descended into violent chaos once again, and they've been rioting forever, for ages. The police don't care. <laughs> they just let it happen. I say police, but the people in charge, too. More so, it comes from the top, right? 
Shocking footage shows the right-wing militia wearing paramilitary gear attempted to engage Antifa members. Yeah, right. Uh, and anti-police protesters in combat as the groups fought with baseball bats and hurled objects in a plaza across from the federal building. They're making it sound like the Proud Boys of the aggressors. I doubt it. I doubt it. One video posted to Twitter allegedly shows Proud Boys member Alan Swinney point a gun at Antifa protesters, but no shots were fired. Ooh. And I see good finger discipline. I'm looking at the article, right? I don't have pictures for you. But, because these are Getty images. <laughs> Last thing I need is Getty to copy strike me when I'm trying to get re-monetized on YouTube. But I see this proud boy carrying a paintball gun. And his finger is not on the trigger, rightly so. This is not the movies. We're not these dumb actors, right? Uh, police did not intervene, of course, as Antifa sprayed Proud Boys with silly string and water guns while Proud Boys hit protesters with protesters, rioters with paintballs, pepper balls, and mace. They're pretending to make the um, Proud Boys look like they're the harmful, ag aggressive, evil ones. And you know, there's there may be a Guy or two gets a little overzealous, maybe. Who knows, right? Who knows what's really happening? But these people are not honest. The Sun? Mm-mm, not honest. Let me just tell you who the author is of this article. Adam Schrader. Doesn't sound like an honest person to me. <laughs> uh, each skirmish appeared to involve willing participants. Yep. Yep. And the events were not enduring in time, so officers were not deployed to intervene, said Portland Police Bureau in a news release. They're defending, they're not separating these people. Uh, cops used a sound truck to make announcements asking for the groups to separate and move to sidewalks and self-monitor for criminal activity. And you know who's good at self-monitoring for criminal activity and not good at it? Specifically, Antifa self-monitors to make sure you commit crimes. <laughs> But the Proud Boys, I bet you that they would not stand for one of their guys acting erratic or acting out, going out of line. Because they're conservatives, they're for being men, they're for being family-oriented. They're, they're not even necessarily conservative, some of them. But they are uh, about civilization. And these people are anti-civilization. So the Proud Boys are generally civilized, and they fight like civilized men. <laughs> you know, the Proud Boys over time, over the years, you've heard them getting in fights, right? Generally, they're there to, over the years, right, to protect the free speech activists. Lauren Southern shows up at something, and the Proud Boys are there to defend her. Um, Ann Coulter was supposed to speak in Berkeley or somewhere, and... The Proud Boys showed up. I don't think Ann Coulter even showed up because they were the college is liberal and acting stupid, right? Don't want us don't want us provide security. Want to charge her for security or whatever. And they're they're they got money up like crazy. <laughs> and so the Proud Boys generally like they defend the innocent. That's what they're about. And the Antifa is for attacking the innocent. They're evil people. Um, right-wing protesters carried Blue Lives Matter signs during the brawl. Oh, <laughs> I 
Officers found shields in a bucket containing... Gross? Water balloons, right? Water balloons. <laughs> no, condoms. Filled with unknown liquid substance staged near the park. That sounds more like Antifa to me than it does so-called Proud Boys. Proud Boys are not disgusting generally. They're not, therefore, um... Family, like I said. Sometimes, you know, like I said, maybe some of them get out of hand, I don't know. And the ones who are willing to fight, very often they're from a rougher background. There was this guy named Based Stickman, right? He was, I don't know if he was a proud boy, but he wanted to, like, form a group of people to really be ready to defend the innocent people from the evil people. And supposedly he had, like, a criminal background. But a lot of, what do you expect nowadays? Society has gotten more and more degenerate, so he grew up in maybe a rough family and was a bad kid. <laughs> but he, he was called Based Stickman because he hit Antifa guys <laughs> over the head with his uh, flagpole. Anyways, uh, Antifa ultimately won out over the Proud Boys. They got a lot of numbers. Uh, who ended up retreating. The militant left-wing group stayed in some plaza, right? Until DHS officers, Department of Homeland Security, thank God for Trump, right? Later moved in to disperse the crowd. Footage of the incident also showed Antifa and Proud Boys attacking journalists. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Antifa would attack journalists. Proud Boys, they might attack them uh, verbally by you sleazy e evil lying idiots. <laughs> but journalists with clearly visible helmets notating that they were press. Uh-huh. I don't know about that. You know, because... It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I could easily see uh, an, an Antifa putting on a helmet saying, Oh, I'm press. And then uh, attacking a Proud Boy with, you know, whatever. Sneaking. Because they have no, no uh, dignity. No rule. They don't follow rules. One video shows investigative journalist and iHeartMedia podcast host Robert Evans confronting a conservative protester who attacked him with a baton. Who knows? Who knows? How do they know they were conservative? I don't know. Oh, Antifa purposely posed with American flags trying to seem patriotic, according to Andy No, who's an independent reporter. He's homosexual, openly. He doesn't know any better, I guess. <laughs> but he's been pretty effective in exposing Antifa a little bit. But, uh, yeah, they hate him. Andy No. Uh, Portland has been rocked by looting and massive so-called Black Lives Matter protests for more than 80 consecutive nights as Oregon's biggest city has descended into chaos after the death of George Floyd, which we have seen was an overblown case. Oh, the knee on the neck. Let's freak out and destroy. Pretend that we care about black people. Nope. And but I, don't, I mean... Also destroy in the, in the sense of accusing whites of racism. White silence is violence. And it's the cops that are the problem. Black Lives Matter protesters have been caught throwing softball-sized rocks and glass bottles at police. Brutally beat a man named Alan, Adam Hayner, who was attempting to help a woman who was being robbed. You saw that one. The guy that got kicked in the back of the head, or the side of the head, whatever, by the... Light skin. I think that guy was black. 
with a long criminal history. It came out last week. A Proud Boys rally outside of the city's first congregational church descended into violence when they were met by an members of Antifa. Thank you, local police and uh, so-called leadership who don't keep the people, the people separated. It's crazy. The Proud Boys, listen to this. Oh, this was in Michigan. This was in Michigan. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah, I referenced this story when this guy last week. The Proud Boys, they're not, they not only have hatred for Jewish people and Muslim people, which is a lie. <laughs> Many of the Proud Boys are Jewish and are Muslim, I think. Pretty sure. Um, I think he's getting them confused with maybe the, like the alt-right who criticize Jewish people. And they criticize, I mean, people in general criticize Muslims. I'm opening the treasure chest, guys, but they're also ha very hateful of anybody who doesn't look like them or act like them. It's such a lie. That's Nathan Dennison, who is supposed to be a Christian. And of course, the Sun credulously quotes or references the Southern Poverty Law Center, which has labeled the Proud Boys as a hate group for their racist ideology, which is a lie. The Proud Boys are just... <laughs> They're quote-unquote civic nationalists. They're called alt-light. Yeah, you might have some guys that are more pro-white, but they... Gavin McInnes goes out of his way to be like, oh, we're anti-Nazi. <laughs> Which is basically like anti-white, right? Anti-pro-white. Anti <laughs> Such liars. Anyways. These people are... These people are trying to defend their country, their community, and they're getting smeared for it. It's terrible. Wow, well, thank you for all the subscriptions, guys. Shout out to Noah's Ark, Kansas. Appreciate the constant support. Man, it's good to hear from you guys. Um, there was something else. Oh my gosh. Speaking of this hatred, right? Meanwhile, they're all worried about the Proud Boys, right? Meanwhile, an NBA player calls his opponent a B-word, A-word, white boy. <laughs> I got this from Drudge, right? While wearing a social justice message on his jersey. Did you, did you guys hear about this? An NBA player calls an opponent a B-word, A-word. White boy, during a game, and the black ESPN analyst slams him. ESPN. Los Angeles Clippers player Montrezl Harrell appeared to have called Dallas, Ma Dallas Mavericks player Luka Doncic. Doncic? Sounds like a foreigner. <laughs> Luka, man. There's another guy named Luka that I know. Luka, what I got. He's the guy who sells... Do we have it? No. He's the guy who sells those um, Great White Hope, Great Black Hope on eBay. Jesse Lee Peterson and Trump mugs and gives, I think, 10% to Bond. Luca what I got. But anyways, Luca Doncic. Doncic was called a B-word, A-word white boy. During a playoff game on Friday night, his players, including Harrell, wore social justice messages on the backs of their jerseys. And... 
so what? <laughs> Honestly, so what? He can call them that. He can call them that. The white guy should be allowed to call him the N-word, though. <laughs> because that's just how guys talk. It's like, especially in a game, right? In a game, you get uh, emo- and this emotions and passions are promoted nowadays. Who cares? He also called him P-word, A-word, white boy. Or may- maybe somebody else... Misquoted or who somebody misquoted somebody Jay Williams is an ESPN host who said that's not very nice <laughs> um, So he criticized him he posted a video on Twitter Simping for let's not be hateful now, please People are cussing on a game. It's kind of like an imitation of wartime since men are not men anymore We just have we just go play games right and people get all animated and pumped up. You heard Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> I'm joking, but he said it on the JLP Play stream. He's like, oh, we're playing video games? I hope I don't cuss because you know when you're, you're getting into a game, you may get carried away and let out a cuss word. <laughs> Jesse was joking about that, but that's what people do. And of course, you're going to try to get under his skin and you're kind of mad. Or whatever, you're gonna call, you're gonna cuss at him and reference his race. What else are you supposed to do? When somebody's fat, you call him fatso. When somebody's white, you call him white boy. When you, somebody's black, you uh, try not to say the n-word. <laughs> what a shame! The attack on free speech. Now the blacks can't even have free speech about the whites. It's not the right direction. You should be like, yes, you can say that. And you should be able to call them a B-word, A-word, black boy. <laughs> or whatever. Anyways, guys. What a mess. This has been the Hake Report. It is 11 a.m. here in Los Angeles. I gotta get out of here. Appreciate you guys joining. Um, we'll see. I'll, thank you for ba- to Based AF, Based America First, and Asmador, and Joe Maddock, and Jimmy DM, and... Boomer Bob, nice man. Noah's Arkansas, Nimu Bear. Is that how I pronounce it? Nimu Bear? N I M U Bear. Ragnar 0321, Krista, and Dark Side of the Bear. What? Appreciate it, guys. And Bubs, I, I'll call you maybe later today. Uh, TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JessieLeePeterson.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. Support uh, him on Rockfin or Subscribestar or Patreon. It's a great place. You can support me too on Subscribestar or Patreon. All right, guys, take care. Yeah.